When you're smiling. Hey, you. Bubbly sparkling water is crisp, refreshing, and perfect for any occasion. Kind of like my voice, but in a can. No calories, no sweeteners, all smiles. Bubbly. Crack a smile. And we are live. So, hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. This is, of course, going to be a one-on-one interview that I'm actually doing with Quentin Bennett. And I just want to say thank you, man, for actually taking your time out to be able to do this interview. I know that you're an independent comic book writer and stuff like that. So go on ahead and introduce yourself to everybody. Hi, everyone. I'm Quentin Bennett, owner of Creator of Severe Comics, writer and plus artist, and, uh, and play maniacs. <laughs> And another thing, too, is uh, Randomness has actually been on the show before. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you knew that or not. <laughs> yeah, he told me about it. Yeah. So, I do appreciate him actually giving me the opportunity to actually interview you. So, my question is yeah, this, man. Like, him, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I don't you don't see me, do you? <laughs> <laughs> so right now, you look like a little hobbit. So. I do. <laughs> But man, I just want to say thanks again, and not only that, but you know, tell everybody a little bit about yourself, uh, like what you do, how you got into the comic book world, and stuff like that. Oh yes, um, where did I begin? My name is Quinta Bennett. I was born in Dallas, Texas. I grew up in Oklahoma for a good portion of my, my life. Boy, I, now to talk about how I got into this. <laughs> I feel I can see this my boy. Okay, you must so be at I, least this high to actually ride the ride. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay, man. It's, I'm you're good. Around a lot. I'm sorry. Me too. No, 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 no. That's fine. I'm all for clowning around. It's all good, man. Right. Just be yourself. It's fine. Right. To be honest, I never, I never seen a comic book uh, since I was like 13 or 14 years old. Um, one of the things that superhero was related was um, from from TV and um, movies at that time. That's the hill I remember was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I used to watch that all the time. Like I was like obsessed. I had <laughs> everything of it. Even though you know when they made the movie, they give you these these humongous action figures. Yeah, I do. I remember those. I have like Michelangelo and, and Raphael. Got eaten by dogs, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> they did not survive. You know, survive. <laughs> you know what, man? I I actually grew up on Ninja Turtles too, growing up, watching it on Saturday Saturdays and everything too. And I actually had the action figures, so yeah. I actually know what you're talking about. <laughs> they didn't get eaten by the same dog, did they? <laughs> no, no, definitely didn't, not. Didn't fast travel to your location. <laughs> no, okay. unfortunately not. Good because I haven't seen that dog since. <laughs> Probably fighting crime somewhere. Uh, yeah. Right. The dog's so, like, well, my job is done here. <laughs> it's like, I kicked all those dogs out. 
now it's time for me to go somewhere else <laughs> to continue my journey. Yes. So, my other thing is too, like, what got you into like making your own comics? I know that you're geeked out on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's where you pretty much was your go-to with certain things. But what made you say, hey, look, this is actually what I want to go to. This is actually what I want to do for the rest of my life is make comics. Well, it was all told on a Friday afternoon. It was wet that day. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, what happened was, it's like, it was like maybe, I'd say maybe about five, five months after the thing Spider-Man, with Toby McGuire and all that Oh, stuff. yeah. That was, boy. I remember that. <laughs> man, I went completely, like, that. And, uh, and I was at my grandma's house, right? I was 13, 14 years old at the time. And I was just goofing off in one of the bedrooms that she had, digging it around. But you know, like, like young teens and kids do, just exploring. And I've just come across these three Spider Man comics. And I was like, what is this? I didn't know what it was. <laughs> so <laughs> I was fascinated because there was drawings in it and I loved to draw. Even as even from at the age of six I was drawing like crazy, but you know, being in maintenance totals and Jurassic Park and and all the Ray Harrier houses movies and all that stuff, you know? Right, exactly. Because I love and... monsters and everything. I love I love monsters. <laughs> yeah. I do too. I love uh, monster movies, stuff like that. Yeah. And of course, Spider-Man has a bunch of horror villains if you actually think about it. Oh, yeah. Think about the context. Like, I love Morbius. Morbius 11 Vampire is actually my favorite villain from the Man Spider-Man universe. <laughs> What's that? Don't forget the Man-Wolf. Oh, yeah. Man-Wolf is also someone, too, that I actually like as well. Yeah. But... Yeah. You know, I can actually understand why Spider-Man would actually be your go-to. because, And also, too, I think that's actually pretty cool. That's actually your first comic book that you actually picked up. Yeah, that, was, that com- those comic books apparently belong to my older cousin, who is, who is like a big old troll, compared to me. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and going back to how this all got together, but... But when I found out three comic three comic book issues, was you know it was it was the web of Spider Man and Peter Parker Spider Man. One of them was as a the artwork was done by John Minter Jr. If I remember correctly, right. I, I still I still have them because I because they were they are very precious to me and everything. So I kept them in storage. Okay. So. So I said to my dad and I asked him, what is this? And he's like, those are comic books, huh? And that, <laughs> What's a comic book? <laughs> and, he, and he had to explain how that stuff He's like, yeah, you just took this out. He, he went to his store's closet and pulled out his suitcase and, and opened up and there was a consumer Dracula comic in there. Oh, cool. Yeah, and it was like other other. Other whole tale comics. He let me just look at it once. <laughs> just to me because he because he values it as, as much as which is understandable. He values it that he takes those. 
wasn't that was stolen many years ago. Yeah, that was a yeah, he was a little sad about that. He loved that. I, yeah, I remember those old Dracula comic books and stuff like that. I didn't grow yeah. up reading those. I grew up like, reading like the DC, the Marvel stuff, and things like yeah. that. And then it wasn't until like the '90s whenever Image started dropping their Spawn stuff. Oh yeah, I, I saw some of the Spawn. I saw the Spawn movie. That's probably like I said, I was a kid at that time. I didn't know what it was. I saw the Spawn movie. I'm like, this guy's cool. <laughs> It's kind of like the Dan Solomon Bob uh, Strikes Back movie. What is the internet? And then Ren Affleck has to go in and explain what the internet is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's the same that's the way to that's the way with me. I'm that old man. I'm 13 or 14 years old. I'm an old man. So you're like, body. So you're like Jack from Robin Williams, except less 40 years old. That's really 13. Yeah. <laughs> So a combination of everything. It's reverse big. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, man, it's, it's time to go play with models. <laughs> Is that what we do? <laughs> but yeah, I remember actually going into the comic book shops and stuff like that, doing the spindles and everything too, and just geeking out over certain pages. And then, of course, the artwork was actually really good oh, yeah. during that time. And then not only that, but you know, kids are spoiled nowadays because they don't actually have the paper comic books, you know, where you actually have to staple like five or six times to make it stay together. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, there was like no comic book stores where I, where I grew up at. It, I was like looking everywhere because I was wondering, I want to see more of it. You know, I, all I had was just three, three issues. <laughs> and every once in a while, I get lucky and find something when you had those book fairs at the school. I might get lucky and find something there. And I did. Right. I, I found they had this big old case of, like, this big old book of Spider Man, and there was Sergeant Rock comic. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's actually pretty cool that at your book fair, you're able to actually find comic books. At my yeah. book fair, they wanted to give us goosebumps and stuff like that yeah. to actually read. I love reading those as well. And, you know, the only time that I could actually find comic books is if I went up to Boston, where I'm actually from. So that's like the only time I could actually find a comic book store. Around here at the time, there was not really any kind of comic book stores, unless you actually count Eckerd's, KMB drugstores, stuff like that yeah. in the 90s. So, yeah. Yeah, um, I wasn't as lucky as you. But yeah, I'm just happy that I was able to get some access. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know... <laughs> but yeah, man, like, what is some of your favorite comic book characters other than Spider-Man and, of course, TMNT and, stuff and things like that? Oh, let's see. Oh, let's see. Um, I would say... I'd say one of my biggest favorites. Uh, okay, we would leave out Batman because that, Batman's everyone's favorite, okay? Right. That's one of my favorites. I don't know anyone that hates Batman except for, except for the villain that hates him, of course. Right. And uh, I would say my favorite superhero besides Spider Man and Batman and Superman, all that, is Sazam, or aka Captain Marvel. Right. When, and, I first, when I first introduced 
to him, it was in Justice League Unlimited. Oh, okay. I when I saw that costume and lightning bolt in that wag, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I like him. <laughs> me. <laughs> right. And, you know, I actually have... You know what's actually cool though? You're actually one of the first people that I actually know that actually read like a Shazam comic. Everybody else oh, yeah. is either like, you know, Superman, Batman, Aquaman, stuff like that. But I never heard one person say, "Hey, look, I actually read Shazam." So you're like the first yeah, person. Yeah, I read I know. Shazam. I read the power of Shazam. That <laughs> now that is some good stuff out right there. I don't know I'll why people love. don't talk about that one because that's all good stuff in that one. I agree with you. He's such an under, underrated character, if you actually think about it. Even the movie's underrated as well. Yeah. That movie was also pretty good. I was very surprised. Right. I was surprised by it as well. DC's definitely done really good with the Shazam movie and stuff like that. And you know what? I'm not even familiar with Shazam at all. So yeah. having some really low-key underground uh, villains to actually help out the movie was really good. Yeah, it was... They picked some very good actors to play that well. I'm, it was a very surprising movie. It was. It definitely was. They even keep the strange, the, the comedy, and the and the darkness to it. And that was a very important part of it. Because, because surprisingly enough, not many people know this, but Captain Marvel, a.k.a. Kazam, is a very dark story. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Right, they don't realize that he, that he does have darkness to his lightness. So, I yeah. mean, especially when you look at Black Adam, that's going to be, you know, plus Black Adam. He's actually a dark-sided character if you actually think about it. Yeah. So, you know, people don't realize that he is does have such a darker side to him than people realize. Oh, yes. Have that much power it can, can bring out the darkness of you if you're not careful. Exactly. <laughs> Even though the wisdom of Solomon is supposed to help you not to do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you got to understand, even with Solomon, if you read the stories about Solomon, even he said come to darkness every once in a while. That's true. That's true as well. Every once in a while. Yeah, there's definitely some darkness in everybody, especially yeah. look at, for example, uh, The Flash with Barry Allen. There's some darkness there with Barry Allen. Oh, Yes. You know, yeah, he's a lighthearted character, but at the same time, he carries a dark shadow over him, especially what happened with his mother yeah. and his and father's his in prison. prison. <laughs> Jinx, right. don't be through that. I'll wait. Right. But yeah, I have to say, that's actually some of the dark darkness from him, though. <laughs> um, what other characters do you actually see... Uh, yourself in though that's another thing though too who do you actually see yourself as like a, P a peter parker do you see yourself as so who do you relate to the most oh that is a tough one hmm. the t-wigs from jurassic park <laughs> <laughs> i'm always hungry <laughs> or when you gotta go you gotta go yes <laughs> <laughs> Where's that boy? <laughs> Such a classic movie. 
Oh, God, that's how my side right there. But when it comes to superheroes, um, I would say what I, I might relate to would be, uh, yeah, I'd probably say now that I said that, now I can't remember his name. <laughs> now, now everything has been torn down. Okay. Well, dang. We'll just come back to it later. Yeah, we will. It will pop okay. up in my head when I least expect it. Right. Probably after this interview, like, you know what? Now, now <laughs> I remember. <laughs> like, one o'clock in the morning, all of a sudden. <laughs> You know what, though? As soon as you're laying down and all of a sudden your eyes just pop open, I know who it is now. That was just like, come on, come, impose new boob. The guy had to die. Good God. <laughs> but, you know, I just want to say I did read a little bit of your work, and I actually do enjoy some of your com the comics that you actually have. So I do want to say I didn't I do enjoy your work. Well thank you. Uh, You're yeah, welcome. I appreciate that. <laughs> Anytime. And you know, one of the comics that I actually did read was the Enforce comics. Yeah. And Enforce was actually a I'm gonna be honest with you, man, that's actually pretty good storytelling from that standpoint at the very beginning. Yeah. And everything. And I'm just wondering, would you be able to tell some people what Enforce is actually about? Oh yes, Enforce uh, is a is a superhero team that that, ha that has a, has Bigfoot, the Abominable Snowman, Josie Devil, the Mothman, and an alien princess named Theta of the Grays. <laughs> you know what? I actually do have a little bit of a crush on Theta. <laughs> I'm gonna. Be Don't we all? Oh. <laughs> But don't definitely. let that. would give you sass about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I do have to say, you did a fantastic job at bringing her character out and everything fleshed out. So was the rest of the characters. You did a really good job with that. Oh, thank um, you. You're very welcome. And how did you come out with that idea to actually have Enforce? Was it like a Suicide Squad type of deal where you were inspired by something like that? Or was it something different? What was the motivation behind that? Well... It happens, happens like many months later. It's like right when I graduated high school, I came across one of my books I, I have in stores, right? Right. And it was a book of cryptozoology and everything like that. Because I, you know how I am, I like monsters and stuff like that. Right. So I, I decided to look through it again for one time, and I was like, and I saw Mothman, and I came like, Next day was Bigfoot and a bomb with Snowman. And, and of course, they, for some reason, there was Godzilla in there too. I forgot why. <laughs> oh, Can't yeah, go wrong with Godzilla. It was a book called, called Crypto Movie and and Legend Monster. I, okay. It, it, was like a, it was like a picture book and everything. It was like, show you all the stuff and tell you all the stuff that had about those monsters and stuff. And, uh, and I was looking at it and everything. I was like, "Boy, that make a good superhero team." <laughs> I was like playing around with it all. I was like, "I was like, okay, how would the vulnerable snowman should do snow, ice?" And, was, and he should do that. And 
So these levels who shoot fire. Mothman man should be able to control wind and move extremely fast, like fast. And it just keeps going and come together like one after another and everything. And uh, before I know it, I could come up like that. Okay. I, I definitely love the concept that you actually used for Mothman and, of course, of you know, for the Abominable Snowman deal as well. I thought that was actually pretty cool, actually, how you incorporated those into it, you know. I definitely, I definitely have to say <laughs> No, 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 no. It's perfectly fine. You can't do anything about that. It's oh, fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, animals are going to do... <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, what dog? <laughs> good, good job, me. <laughs> right. All of a sudden, now you're gonna have Keanu coming over there, wondering why you shot the dog. <laughs> <laughs> the dog, the god playing the same. <laughs> but my my other question is this. It was like, how long did it take for you to do the drawings and the script work for some of the comics that you've done? Because I'm, I have to say, it's very impressive. Well, at first, I have, I was just working at a part-time job and everything. So I had plenty of time to draw and write and everything like that. So the thing was, the pages was coming up like non-stop. That's why you see so much content like you did. But as time goes on, I had to work a full-time job and take care of everybody and my family. Right. And um, that's why the content has been slow here lately. And I was like, I was like, I gotta do something for my fans and everything. I have to, you know, keep going. I gotta keep going. So right. I started hiring artists and writers and and just trying to trying to get things going again. Yes, it's, yeah, it can be like, like gut-wrenching and hard, but you gotta, what's that word, just, just drive through it, like a... Right, just keep on tank, going. Like a tank through a <laughs> Wendy's, <laughs> <laughs> just to get that. I understand. <laughs> I understand what you mean, though, man, like. For me, I mean, I do a part-time job. But I also have someone that's actually helping me out writing the articles. Yeah. But at the same time, though, I'm actually doing the articles, though, too, in between my lunch breaks and stuff like that, trying to get some content out and everything. So the way people can actually have something to actually look to on my movie page and everything. So I definitely understand about trying to put content out there for your fans. Because other than that, your fans are going to end up losing focus on what you're doing. Because they're so pumped up. Here's the thing that I learned, though, like, we could be pumped up about something one day, and then all of a sudden, the next day, we're not excited about the same things that we were excited about yesterday. Oh, so, yeah, that's understandable. Right. Because, because, we all, because the fans are here for the now. Whenever they see the next day, that's, that's the new now. Exactly. So, so if I were to, like, take me for example, I... I'll be just minding my own business and I'll be like seeing a big old fire, big old, big old fire heading straight towards me and I'll be like, oh wow, that's awesome. <laughs> and I, then I turn around to be the tornado. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, that's, that's even more. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I'll I can definitely see. Straight towards me. 
I can definitely see your point on that. I yeah. definitely can. And, you know, um, <laughs> my other thing is, too, do you like being independent uh, or do you want to do something more on the Marvel, DC, or Image comic level? Well, I would love to be, be in, in that type of level. I would lie. I think that's what everyone tries to be, to be honest. Right. I understand because, that. Because everyone, everyone wants to be the next next Marvel, DC, Image, or the next Stan Lee or Jack Kirby or Bob Kane. This is how we survive us, to be honest. Right. I understand. But yeah, I mean, everybody wants to actually work out of being on the top notch with Marvel, DC, and stuff like that. That's totally understandable. But oh, yeah. I know some people, but I also know some people like to have their independent field to where nothing's going to happen or change anything with their characters oh, yeah. and everything, too, which I, I understand completely because I know I wouldn't want somebody to change up my characters to uh, anything to benefit themselves. Oh, yes. You know, unless it's like in a right. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I thought you were done talking. <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. <laughs> it's fine, man. But no, not unless like it's on contract negotiations where it's like, okay, I'll join you if you don't touch anything with my original characters and you leave them intact. That'd be the only way that, you know, I would actually work for somebody. And if they yeah. actually wanted to own my property. That was a, that was an issue with Milestone and, and Milestone because... Because M, because DC was was getting into everything, everyone's business at the time with milestone and and, and wow, wow, they about I almost got tongue tied. It's okay. It's okay. That can actually happen to just about anybody. Say that three times real fast. Milestone, 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 milestone. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I get tongue-tied on my own show, so I understand. <laughs> like, if I'm just doing my recordings and everything and stuff like that, sometimes I get tongue-tied to where I'll just go on ahead and stop the record button. <laughs> just, and just start right back over again. So, I understand. Yo, we going. We can do this. <laughs> we got this. I can only make, I can only make <laughs> bloopers out of the stuff that I've actually done. That's how much stuff I actually messed up on. Because I even forgot my name one time. I was like, oh, and this is... I forgot my name. Hold on. Oh, man. Jason <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah>, Momoa. Momoa. <laughs> <laughs> just whipped his shirt off and just had that dude. <laughs> but dude, uh... <laughs> so... <laughs> What oh. other comic books have you? Are you reading anything currently, as far as comic book goes, or no? Uh, I haven't really read anything for at least a year right now because I've been so busy trying to get this going again. Right, I understand that. Yeah, I've actually I picked up my subscriptions and everything, so I'm actually reading the hundred-page uh, Joker no novel thing that they actually have out right now oh, from the eighth. Talking about the, huh? the three jokers. Uh, the three jokers is what I'm what I'm on. Oh, I heard I'm, I'm hearing good things about it so far. It's pretty good, I have to say. It's actually really good for a Joker comic. And then I'm reading the Morbius comics, the Venom comics, 
So I'm reading a little bit of everything. I'm not just DC or Marvel. I like I like both of them. Oh yeah, I'm a, I don't like to choose sides. Do you? <laughs> Same here. I like equality within my comic book universe. So it's like I love you both. <laughs> What am I in Tenchi Moyo? <laughs> right? <laughs> Body over me. <laughs> He's mine. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just like, no, stop. <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I'm a huge. Uh, whenever I'm saying this, I'm a huge sweaty when it comes down to the comic books. Oh, and I gave you some time. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> But yeah, whenever I tell, <laughs> oh, the dog even doesn't want to hear that. Okay, <laughs> no, it was a bad joke for him too. Come. Oh, he don't want to be near me now. <laughs> but I'm sorry. <laughs> but what other superhero villains do you like to read about? Other superheroes besides the them, huh? Right. <laughs> Well, like I say, I like reading Batman comics and Superman comics. Punisher, I think Punisher would be a good, good one, and I do like Moon Knight. Man, I like Moon Knight. You know what? I haven't picked up a Moon Knight comic book or anything like that, but I've heard about his character. I know his origins and stuff like that to actually get me by, but what do you, if I was going to get into Moon Knight, what do you recommend me to start out with? Hmm. I do recommend a new one they, they got going right now. Because I think they stopped since the pandemic. I'm not too sure. I like I said, I haven't read, read it for at least a year now. Okay. But I do recommend that. Okay. I'll definitely like talk. Daredevil comics. Daredevil comics pretty good. And the past, okay. this is good. All right. I'm definitely going to have to. Oh, go on. But I do wish, wish, when it comes to these, you know, the B list and the C list characters that they're promoting now, I do wish yeah. they give them that, give them a good woke gallery like they do Spider Man and Batman and all of them, because because even Venom has a good woke gallery now. He does. He really does have a good structure going, for as far as Venom comics go. But like someone like Moon Knight, pretty much, he was having the the nice specter. I think that's his name, right? Uh, yeah, that's it. And his evil, evil brother. And uh, you can't really name that much much out of that besides Richmond. Okay, but, I'm not uh, to give that. Oh. I'm sorry, <laughs> you were saying. No, something. no, no, no. It's no, man, it's fine. Uh, but all I was going to say was this. I mean, I would actually give Moon Knight a chance and everything because I've never read a Moon Knight comic book. So yeah. you recommending that to me, I'll definitely uh, go on ahead and call up the comic book shop tomorrow and find out what I can actually get. Oh, yeah. Plus, I like the, plus I like the colors them all, all white and everything. It's kind of spooky if you, if you do the outlook this bike and everything like that. Plus, he's right. very violent, too. He's got the, got the spike brass knuckles and everything. He doesn't... He's, like, completely insane. Oh, I like my. that. Okay. I'm going to have to... Thank like God. I said, I'm going to... 
Yeah, he's like Batman, but even more insane. More insane than Batman? Yeah, more insane. <laughs> he has like he's like he has like full personality in his head and everything. Oh wow. Okay, yeah. I'm definitely gonna have to check him out then because the way that I remember Batman was like year one Batman, where he's not your Cape Crusader Batman. Yeah. You know, and that's actually what we're probably going to get with Robert Pattinson based off of what I saw in the trailer, which I'm actually geeked out over. Yeah, I was very surprised about that. When I heard of him, I was like, not the Twilight guy, come on. That's exactly what I was thinking, though. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. It's just so sparkling. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, man, I had that same notion in my head, and then the trailer comes out, and I'm like, okay, I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it when at the shoot. What? Oh, you want it on the bed? There you go. On the bed. <laughs> Sorry, he's old. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. He's it's perfectly fine. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing seeing Robert Pattinson Batman. Same here as well. The Riddler, the Penguin, and Catwoman, and uh, the Riddler. Yeah. Yeah, I think Hush is in there too. If I look the things, I'm not too sure. Who's that? Hush. I oh think yeah. He, okay. You see a guy wearing tape around him. So. Well, that's not a bad idea. That's I, I didn't pick up on that one because all I did I just thought that was like a Riddler's. Uh, Victim that that they killed. So if Hush yeah. is in it, that'll be great. Oh yeah, man! Can you imagine what the sequel will be like? And they bring in the Court of Owls and all that. That's what I want. To be honest yeah. with you, that's what I want. I want a Court of Owls Batman movie. Yeah, that's what I'm geeked out out oh, because I love that story arc in the New Fifty Two. Oh with yeah. the Court of Owls uh, and. I think that's what made New 52 so popular because of the quarter hour stories. Definitely. A lot of people, lot of people were very divided about this, how they did this reboot. But I can understand the, understand why because I saw the mistakes they made and everything. And that, I well, thought the stories they did. Right. I can understand that as well. And fans are still divided. It's like, okay, DC is like that adopted brother that nobody wants. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because of all the mistakes that he's made. brother no one's Right? But, you know, I feel like with the business that they made, they actually are three for three right now when you actually think about the groundwork, especially when you have Chazam was successful. You have Wonder Woman that's successful. You have, uh, I'm not going to count Joker because Joker is like an outside of the realm of the DCEU. But Aquaman also was successful. So you're three for three. Yeah. So they're doing good. And love and, based on the new 52, if you think about it. Right. Because if you look at Aquaman, Aquaman's straight from the new 52. Mm-hmm. And Indeed. so, uh, right. The only thing that isn't part of the new 52 was the uh, gritty Batman that we got from Ben Affleck, which is part of the Frank Miller. Yeah, the Frank uh, Miller one. Right. Well, the, the Dog Knight Returns. 
Right. That's the only thing that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know what, though? I like Ben as Batman. I thought he was really good for what he did. Yeah. And yeah, this is what I'm thinking. This is actually how what I'm thinking about this whole entire thing with Robert Pattinson's Batman. You can still have two different types of Batman, and it's not going to be connected into the DCU. So what I'm thinking is, think of it as reading a comic book. They don't intertwine or anything like that. You can still have the Robert Pattinson Batman, which is actually just a separate comic book from the DCEU comic book, (laughs) and keep your Ben Affleck, keep everything, especially when you're having the Schneider cut now. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to that one too. Me too as well. I'm I'm really you know, oh, hours. <laughs> I right, that's what I want. Court of Owls oh, with Ben Affleck. But no, this is actually what I mentioned on the show before with the uh, Robert Pattinson one was the fact that I'm seeing Penguin probably being the governor of Gotham. And he's controlling everybody. He's controlling Whoa. the Riddler. He's paying that the Riddler. He's and that would make sense. <laughs> exactly. And get this, man. Tell me, tell me what you think about this. He's not only c- controlling the Riddler or anything like that, but he's also uh, controlling Falcone. He's controlling Hush, probably if he's actually in it, and stuff like that. He's controlling all the puzzle pieces to actually get the ball moving. And we're actually being introduced to each villain slowly, which is something I like, instead of pushing them all at w- one time. Oh, yeah, so, like that used to do? <laughs> right? It's like, uh, that was really bad. Sorry, I just had a very bad flashback of, of the Schumacher movies. <laughs> oh, God, bat nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Those, that, was, that was so bad. <laughs> Sorry, 1989 Batman is going to be always be my Batman, though. Yeah. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. But... Jack <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nicholson was a, pretty, was a pretty good Joker, too. Yeah, yeah I gave him five points. Most definitely. It was dark for that time period. Yeah, it was. Very dark. Man, I but was looking, so freaked out when I saw that movie. <laughs> that Joker. Say, that was actually my first movie that I went to go see as a kid. Oh, man, was that? imagine your face. <laughs> to be honest with you, I was actually... I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> All I, I was excited for... I'm Charles, and you stay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but... But to be honest with you, I wasn't scared or anything. I was actually, I handled it pretty well because, number one, I knew what to expect. I knew that uh, Batman was going to be in it, of course, and he's actually going to be fighting against the Joker. And my mom actually sat me down. She goes, I just want to let you know, this is going to be totally different from the 1950s and 60s Batman <laughs> reruns that you've been watching. So it's going to be a lot different. Really? I didn't know. <laughs> And then the second movie comes out, the same talk. I'm like, by now I already know. What to expect. <laughs> so yeah. Is it is it because he's wearing a wearing a plate black suit? He's not dancing. <laughs> or words are not coming out when they're punching somebody? What's the deal? <laughs> There's no power. 
<laughs> Would have been so corny if they did that. <laughs> uh, but let's see. But what do you think about? Um, I, I'm telling you what, though. I'm actually saddened by the whole thing with Chadwick Boseman, though. Oh, That's yeah. the biggest thing. That was a that was a very surprise right there. I wouldn't lie. That was. I was like. I was like. I saw that on Facebook. I was like, what? Right. You see, I thought the same thing because, you know, I was actually over at my girlfriend's house and, you know, I looked at my phone and first my friend, one of my friends wound up messaging me. He goes, is this true? I'm like, is what true? So I actually had to go and see what he was actually talking about. I'm like, okay, I need to go on ahead, try and look through some more stuff. I'm like, yeah, it's 100% true. And I just sat back for a minute and I'm like, I had no idea that he was even sick. Yeah. I didn't even, I thought, I, you know, I saw a picture of him about a couple of months ago. He was like leaping out of a store, I believe. He was like, you know, skin and bone. And I was just thinking to myself, well, he must be getting ready to do a movie before he you does, see? before he's doing a Black Panther movie, too. And uh, I was like, Man, he really losing weight for that one. <laughs> you, know, you see, I'm, you see I'm, I was thinking the same thing. But that's just how I thought at the time. I was like, because, you know, Tom Hanks and all the other actors lose weight like crazy and gain it back within, within two months. I don't think no one, I don't think nobody thought about that. I just thought he was doing, a, doing another movie role. You see, I was thinking the same thing as well. I was on that same level. There were actually trolls out there that actually thought he was on meth and doing drugs. Yeah, he got a big backlash. And I'm like, like, look, we don't have enough exclusive evidence to actually go with that. I said, my first initial thought is, I said, actors lose weight all the time for certain roles. Plus, I saw so, someone before. That that's not how they look. <laughs> no, no, no. And you know, and of course, he did the Five Bloods, the Bloods, yes. which was, was actually a good movie. It was good. It was really good. And <laughs> right, exactly. But that movie was really good. But. I just, and some people just need to go ahead. If there's not enough information, take a step back yeah. and look at look at what's in front of you. That's just like some people wanted me to cover the whole Johnny Depp and Amber Heard thing, for example. I said, there's not enough information to go on. I said, I can give you my opinion, but yeah, I don't want to go. We're not in Hollywood. Right. We're, not, right. we're not the creepers that hide <laughs> under people's cars and listen in you. Right, exactly. But even if you did, you'd probably like still get the wrong information. One, one in the one in the comic books. <laughs> <laughs> but comic. if you think about it, though, even if I was, <laughs> even if you were, even if there are people, there's still going to be misleading information, no matter which way you go about it. Mm-hmm. But I always say this: if there's not enough information to go by or anything like that, leave it be yeah. and see what actually comes at you. Because I don't want to give you my opinion. Or anything like that, unless I actually have 100% the facts. Yeah. Because if I don't have the facts, I'm not going to base something off of just my opinion. Because if I base something off my opinion and everything, 
that just goes to show you how much of a jerk off that I'm at, that I am. Yeah, which I'm not, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I clearly understand. My heart, my heart goes out to to for Baldwin's family and everything. And it is a tragedy. It and really one, is. No one, no family, no family ever <laughs> didn't. Yeah, he he agrees with me too. My, He's a morning too. No family, so. no family shouldn't. No families or friends shouldn't shouldn't go through that type of ordeal. Definitely not, man. Definitely yeah. not. And you know, people are already wondering what's gonna what uh what they're gonna be doing with the second Black Panther movie. That's all to say. This is this is a totally different issue than than what happened to Chris and Chris Pine from the Fast and Furious. And right. I think I said his name. Right? I'm not too sure. But I understand who you're talking about, though. Yeah. And you know, I, my first initial thought was it's too soon to be talking about recasting yeah. stuff like that. Then, on the other hand, there are fans out there that are wanting to know what's going to happen next. Even though they haven't fully on buried Chadwick yet or anything like that, there are people yeah. wondering. And I have to say, I am in agreement on the fact that maybe the sister from T'Challa should be the new Black Panther, because they are Black Panther's uh, characters that are set up around her. She she does oh, wind up taking the helm. Oh, one's at the door. It's okay. Door open. I'm sorry. It's give okay. Me a, give me a second. It's okay, man. All right, I'm back. <laughs> okay. I mean, no. no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As but no, <laughs> but no uh, what I was saying was this. I mean, there are comic books centered around his sister. Yeah. Where yeah. she is um, where she is uh, taking the role of Black Panther. So if they do it like that, I'm perfectly fine with it. I think that's actually the smarter way to go about it. At first, I'm like, well, this can actually be recasted, though, because of Double Door being recasted. Oh, yeah. But on that same level, you're talking about uh, someone, some people of color where a person was able to portray someone of color for the very first time on the screen. And people were able to relate to someone of color. So I can understand why they wouldn't want to recast somebody to take mm -hmm. Chadwick's place. So I actually understand it from that perspective, too. So, oh, yeah. And it seems like to me, once they actually decide on the route that they actually want to take, you're going to have fans are either they're going to be happy about it or they're not going to be happy with the decision. No matter no matter what no matter what Marvel or Disney is going to do, it's going to be a mixed package here. It That's definitely what, is. It's going to be another but a mixed package. But uh, whew. But, but, uh, but oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go on. But yeah, it's gonna be a mixed package here. But you got they're either gonna to have to replace him with another actor, which I think they will, because they're gonna to have to explain what happened to him if they're gonna replace Terry. Right. I, I get my words mixed up. <laughs> if they're gonna replace Black Panther and have Terry be the role, they're gonna to have to have someone to play play the charter for the least least beginning of the film. Or they could just go on ahead, have T'Challa in a casket, not showing his face or anything. It's like it's just a shot coffin, 
and they actually give you a background on how they actually bury somebody in their culture. Yeah, you can do that too. This is and do, this is going Disney and Disney and Marvel just have to be very sincere and careful about this. In my opinion. Definitely. And so far, I mean, Kevin Feige and the team, the team over at Marvel has done a fantastic job at making the moves that need to be made. So I believe in Kevin Feige. I think that he's actually going to set up the pieces where they need to be set up at. I saw he will. He's seen, he, he always knows what he's doing. You don't, you don't seem to be that type of guy that always keeps his head buried, buried amongst money. <laughs> I'm joking. Right. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm joking. Um, but let's see here. What uh, what is your favorite comic book movie though? Comic book movie? Hmm. I like Blade, the first one. Blade was such a great movie though. I remember That was a That was like the first Marvel movie that came out besides we don't want to talk about Howard the Duck. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can't believe George Lucas made that one. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, I don't think he even wants to talk about it. <laughs> well, too bad we're talking about it now. Come here. <laughs> Why'd you do this? <laughs> it was just there. But that's like Ryan Reynolds. I don't think he wants to talk about uh, Green Lantern and or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like you saw Deadpool too. You just see him, see him come down <laughs> onto himself and just shot himself. Well, <laughs> you remember uh, that new uh, Ryan Reynolds movie that's going to be coming out, right? The one where he's in a video game. Oh yeah, I saw that. I saw that trailer to that. That was that looks interesting. It does look interesting, but you know what's funny though? Taika Waititi, I think, has something to do with it. I'm not sure he's like the director for it, but you know they work together on Green Lantern, and I think oh, Taika yeah? played a yeah they played a Taika actually played a character in that movie. So when they were actually teasing the trailer for it when it was getting first released for this new movie. Taika and him had both. He was in the director's chair, and Rhino was in his acting chair. And he goes, "Yeah, I think we worked on a movie together. I think we worked on Green Lantern." He goes, "I don't know what you're talking about. I have no clue <laughs> at what you're talking about. I was not in Green Lantern." But <laughs> <laughs> we did this and that together. He's like glad about it. <laughs> we, I was not in that movie. <laughs> Okay. Cool. Okay. okay. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> you just see me like walking around like this. <laughs> but uh, I think that's about everything that I actually wanted to talk about as far as the interview and everything. And then, of course, talk about Chadwick Boseman yeah. and things like that. Because I think that Chadwick Boseman is a great actor. He is really involved with the characters that. He plays. I actually watched uh, Get On Up for the first time yesterday, which is actually the autobiography of, well, the biopic of James Brown. Yeah. And yeah. he's always invested in the characters. So yeah, he, there's. I think, they, I think what they call them uh, method actors. Um, 
yeah, it'll be like a method actor. Is that what they called? Yeah, it's called a method actor. Yeah, that's what I thought. It looks like like Penny Day Lewis. Oh, uh, Penny Day Lewis is like totally a different. Person. Right, a total different. Person. But yeah. I heard stories about that guy. <laughs> and but. <laughs> I liked Joaquin Phoenix, though, as the Joker, though. I liked him at what he did with that role. Yeah, he did. I was surprised about that. Although, I was like, when I saw that and I saw the makeup and everything, I was like, I was pretty sure I first because, because it really didn't look like the Joker. But once I saw that movie, I was like, okay. You see, I, <laughs> you see, I was the same way, though. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I even had a video that I did on YouTube on here where I said, it does not look like the Joker that I know and everything. This does not look like the Joker. And I had someone go, well, is that supposed to look like the Joker? Is that supposed to be something that you like? I said, it's supposed to be something that I like if I see it on the screen. If I see it in the movie, it's going to take me out of the movie. But... Yeah. Once I saw it in this full context, I winded up loving the Joker. I winded up loving the movie a lot more than what I thought I was. You know? Yeah. I saw this movie twice in theaters. <laughs> and that makes you get a clown. You see, Pennywise coming out of coming out of show is like, oh, you scared of me? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Pennywise like, you know what's funny though? Both of them will be the perfect people to come out of the refrigerators because he was they were both in refrigerators. <laughs> Who had the better uh refrigerator appearance of two clowns coming out of the refrigerator? Yeah. Pennywise no. versus the Joker. <laughs> Knowing me, I'd be like the I'd be like that one guy that's open the show open the refrigerator, see him and I'm like, huh. Oh, or I'll be like one of those. Oh, do you have a beer? Hey, uh, Arthur. Yeah, do you have a beer in there? Yeah. Okay. Here you go. Thank you. Closes the door. <laughs> <laughs> Open it up. He'd be like, "Stop today." He's like, "Oh, thank God. I can see somebody." He's like, "Oh, mustard." <laughs> I'm gonna eat your heart. Okay, mustard. Shuts the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna cool. kill you. That's that's nice. Eat a Snickers bar. <laughs> <laughs> but man, I. <laughs> You're not you. You're angry. <laughs> Eat a Snickers. <laughs> You're fat Danny DeVito whenever you're not. <laughs> when you're. <laughs> he took his bite of it at the conference. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm going to get sued now. He's just going to call me out of nowhere. <laughs> you know what? I always wanted to be, I wanted to actually do this professional, but I don't think this is actually going to happen now. So, yeah, <laughs> I think I'll have every single go. studio I'm, call me up. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's been nice. <laughs> <laughs> Back to my own, my own personal job now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay.
I mean, like the kid off of Almost Famous. <laughs> Before. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, oh. I, thank you for uh, doing this, man. This has been a blast. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. I have left this hard for a good, for a good two hours. <laughs> oh, man. I'm glad that you were able to come on. And not only that, but I'm actually trying to put together a little comic book show as well. So, oh, yeah? yeah, I'm cool. actually trying to put together something. I'm actually trying to get Randomness to be a part of it. I'm trying to get a crew together to where we can all wind up doing a comic book show. We're going to be doing like. Uh, comic books that we're reading, comic book-based movies, comic books that we actually want to see in a TV series or movies and stuff like that. And I actually want to start doing that. And if you want to be a part of that, let me know because I'm actually got, trying to get a team together. Oh, that so. sounds like a lot of fun. Something for me to destroy. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me know, man. I'm, you I'm, can make another uh, professional. Because this has been a blast back and forth between the two of us and everything. I think this has actually been a really good, fun interview. And Randomus, thank you for getting Quentin on here. It's been great. Before we sign off, where can everybody follow you at? Well, you can follow me on Facebook on Severe Comics, or you can go to www.severecomics.com, where you can read all my web comics for free. All right. <laughs> and of course, everybody, you guys can go ahead and follow me on Twitter at John DeGregorio85. You can follow me on Movie Lovers Unit on Twitter. And then, of course, you can uh, also do this too. If you guys want to donate towards the show, you guys don't have to, but it's greatly appreciated. But I know if you guys can't because of the pandemic, you guys can go to buymeacoffee.com slash movie lovers unite. And you can buy me a coffee. You can donate to the show. This is just to keep the lights on and everything. And also, too, for me to be able to do giveaways, digital giveaways. I'm actually trying to do a Patreon. And as a matter of fact, I'm actually trying to make T-shirts. So this is a way for me to get back to you guys. And not only that, but if you love this interview, if you want to see more, let me know what you guys think about th these interviews that I've been doing. Let me know. Go on ahead. Smash us, 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 huh? I love it. <laughs> Yourself. But anyways, guys, uh, go ahead, smash that subscribe button, smash that share button. If you guys actually want to listen to this on audio, I am gonna be uh, going on ahead and converting that into audio format soon so the way it can be on the podcast channel. I have almost 200 episodes of the podcast almost done. So we're going to do a one-on-one -on -one interview with me coming up soon about what I want to do with the channel, what I want to do with the podcasting and stuff like that. So go on ahead, smash that share button, smash that like button, share this with your friends. Tell everybody that Movie Loves Unite sent you. And always until next time, bye-bye. See ya.